Hi, I'm Darcy Hanna, author of the Beacon Bake Shop Mystery Series, author of the Very Cherry Mystery Series, author of the upcoming Food and Spirits Mystery Series, and author of several historical fiction. Did you ever wonder where I get my inspiration for the stories I write? I get it from my family, in particular from my conversations with my three amazing and creative sons. I'll be joined by my middle son, Dan, age 29, my youngest son, Matt, age 26. We have a great relationship, and we thought it would be fun to share our often wacky, often irreverent, yet always entertaining conversations with you. So buckle up, and welcome to the Motherboy Podcast. You'd be like, I'm going to kick your ass, and then I'd be like, you know, play me in Blood Gulch, Halo 3, bitch. Yeah, 1v1 me. 1v1 me in Halo, and I would beat the shit out of them. So and then they would be like, me, me, me. You're going to beat me up older now? kids? Older kids? Yeah, they'd, no. be like, they'd be like, where are you? Where are you? I'd be like, behind you with I'm, an energy sword. Kasaisa. Yeah, right now. You fuck them up. Right in Blood Gulch 2016. This is how you battled. Yeah, we would make kids cry virtually. Yeah. so In the virtual space. So you were not bullied. Do do you remember? I think this and was in IRL. We'd pull down their pants and we'd slap them for the amount of times <laughs> they died. <laughs> they pull down your pants. You died fifteen times. What? You died fifteen times. You did times. not do that. Did We're you? gonna slap your ass. And we slap his ass fifteen times. And you cry. But you came in here to bully me. Now you just <laughs> lost in on Blood Gold 2016. You pussy. You fat, <laughs> pathetic pussy. I mean, this kid might be in eighth grade too. And you were how old? Sixth grade. I was like a four-year-old. Oh <laughs> I came out of the room kicking ass in Blood Gold's 2016. Oh my um, god! I can't, you were kind of a little a little toughy. You didn't get pushed around, did you? What do you think IRL means? Uh, uh you're on, I IRL. Is that no? I have no idea. Like you, no, I don't know. It meant, what what was? How did you use it? Use it in a sentence you like that we could slap pull down their ass. Pull in, the in, in IRL, we would, you, we would pull. So down that's their pants not like real. That's not a real. In thing. IRL, we'd pull on the pants and slap their their ass. And that is a game. That's a virtual IRL, room. No, IRL. 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 Is that an a acronym? Vir- is it a virtual room? No. Is that? Can I see your mom in IRL? Is that the teen center? No. It's, uh, is it online? It's the opposite of what you're saying. Wait, in life? Yeah. In real life? So it's you real, would really... In real life. IRL, so in real life. These kids would come in to bully you, you'd beat them, and then you'd end up spanking them. No, that and, never and this happened. Is... None of this happened. Okay. But we did We did go there and play like Halo. That was fun. I remember in high school, um, some somehow on the school computers, they had... Uh, oh, yeah, they Grant. buried... Was they, it they Halo? Grand, no, they had Grand Theft Auto, too. They had Grand Theft Auto, too? They had Grand Theft Auto, Vice City. Oh, my and God. And Halo, buried Okay, so, all so this is what they would do. They'd Wait, have like a, was this at school? Yeah, yeah they yeah. had folders in some directory, uh, and then they would spell out the name of the game. So you'd have to click. It'd be like every folder, like A through Z. And then in, in every single one of those was every folder A through Z. Wait, wait, wait. Back up. You're going into school. You at the library? No, no, you're at there. You're in like one of the computer labs at the high school. And there's all these folders. You're in a directory in one of the compute school computers, whatever. How old and are we at this time? I'm in. I'm in high school. I'm in like maybe tenth or I'm a junior senior, maybe. Matt, this happened to you? Uh, yeah, I found it. <laughs> I found it on the computers. No wonder your math scores but were like, so low. They they, were, ha- they hid <laughs> the uh, they hid the game like in um like it would be. In every single folder, there was folders with just the letter A folder, letter B folder, letter C, all the way to Z. And each inside each one of those was A through Z folders. And Jesus. It, like in infinity, pretty much. But and you all found you, this game. All you had to do is spell the name of the game. So you just click on H-A-L-O, 
And then inside that O was the Halo game, and you would just run it. Yeah, it was a Halo uh, Combat Evolved, so it was like the first one. But Grand Theft Auto is is naughty. Hell yeah, and you're doing it in uh, English <laughs> math class. You were playing this perverse game. Oh, yeah. You're going, you're in shooting high people. What is what going are you on? Money? No, this is what my what friend... What is going my, on this, in American this is, high this school? This is what uh, Luke, like my, one of my friends, would do. He would like, he'd be like, hey, hey, Mr. So-and-so, can I go get a zebra cake? Because <laughs> that's... <laughs> I know what a zebra cake is. You'd be like, sure. You never had one. You'd be like, sure. And then you would never come back. <laughs> American like, high school. We saw that kid like there was a there was a twenty five percent chance that you would run into Lucas just in the hallways during class <laughs> if you were just also in the hallways during class. Oh my god, dude! You guys like tore it up. And we did wild shit. Yeah, um, that's funny. Can you remember, what was the whole thing with the tunnel snakes? Oh, uh, oh my! One god. of my friends was was contracted to make the uh, the choir. Website. Oh, that's right. I, remember. I and sort he of hid an application to a <laughs> choir gang, <laughs> like a street gang. Wait, a choir gang? Just a choir have the street same, gang. Just doesn't have the same like you yeah, know, but gravitas. What, what kind of choir gang. gang is named the Tunnel Snakes? Huh? Oh my God. So, so okay. And there's so. an application in there. You have wasn't, to find the application. You, wasn't it really, really small? Yeah, it's like a really small so like S at the bottom of the choir website page. So if I went on to the website like a parent. Yeah, you could you could become <clears throat> a part of the Tunnel Snake. So how did people find out to be? We uh, did... On the weekends, we go and stab Asian people. Shut what? I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my God. It's getting And then on legend. Tuesdays, uh, we do Italians. So I'm oh just kidding. <laughs> it's like a 1950s biker game. And Wednesdays, you play bingo. On Wednesdays, we play bingo, and then Monday nights are spaghetti nights. <laughs> <laughs> and this all happened <laughs> at the high night. school. Yeah. The and stabbings so you... did not happen at the high school, but that was outside. Oh, my God. But... I just feel like, and I was a pretty, I was not a helicopter parent, but I was present. Like, I was. Yeah, we had our switchblades in our. You did not have a switchblade. We would sing, like, weird <laughs> choir music, back, like, right before we stabbed them. Oh, my God. Like, oh. Most of the time, they didn't speak English, so. <laughs> Oh my God, that's a that, yeah. So I guess um, did you you probably no none the of the stabbing happened. Okay, it's a joke. But there was like a friend group that we we were just like uh, we just kind of like ran everything at that point because we were the seniors. So yeah. it was like a mob. It was like the organized crime. Yeah, it was the right. organized crime mob that we came up with. That's so instead funny. of like, oh my God, we're the we're the foo foo boys. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. like we're the tunnel snakes, and it was like but we're but we're all in choir. So ooh ooh. <laughs> And then, like, our choir teacher's like, what is this shit? Do we have a gang in here now? <laughs> Did he find it? No, he never found it. So he had no idea. Yeah, but... He was such a good guy, What would though. kill me would, that would be the zebra cake thing, though. Like, Gino and, I need Gino and Lucas cake. would just be like, hey, can we get zebra cakes? And then they would just not return back. <laughs> like, zebra cake. That is so... That is so random because you, you, I have you guys have never had a zebra cake that I know of because yeah, I never yeah. bought them. I've had a zebra, I've had cake. A zebra well, cake. Well, then you got it at school. Probably. So, so you get cake. your junk food at school. You form gangs at school. You get into dirty video games that are banned at the house. Uh, and you still manage to pass. So congratulations, boys. High school, <laughs> no offense to high school, but it's not hard. No, it's not. You just have to show up and do the Yeah, homework. I mean, really, realistic. I feel like it's probably gotten easier, too. Like, oh, you, don't, yeah. you don't even have to do anything. You just, yeah, I know. As long as you show up, if you and then you, I don't even. I know for COVID, you didn't have to show up. 
Yeah, it's crazy. So the bar this, is now so low yeah, that like, like high school is just a joke. Yeah, why even go to high school at this point? Like we're just well, like, th- no. like if you if you have for like a lot of your degrees, like you have to get a master's to even get a job. Why not just make high school the new college? Yeah, well, that is a that is they a make push. college the master's thing because they're just keep they just keep adding steps. Yeah. Well, I think if you wanted to streamline it, like I think for. For me, at least, I think a lot of high school was redundant. Like, there's so many. You take like oh, yeah. four English classes every year. You have English. It's like I already speak English. I can already <laughs> write. <laughs> how many more? How many more essays do I have to write? You wrote. You had English classes all through college. And then I went to a college school. A college that. A where, college school. A college school. Sorry, I, I had, was mixing two things up there. I went to a college where the writing school had just the tightest grip on the university's balls. <laughs> So they just dictated all this bullshit, like, you got to take three years, you got to take one year, one and a half years of English, and then you got to take two courses that are on your normal course load (laughs) that have writing heavy, that are writing heavy, and it's like, who gives a fuck, why? Because you don't like people, like, texting, like, writing in text speech? Well, I think, like, yeah, I mean, you had more writing than your brother's. Look, I'm just going to say it right now. It was discrimination against <laughs> against a certain group of people in America who, you know, doesn't use perfect English. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, you think that they had they mandated that many writing classes because... Trying to get everybody speaking. Because the the black kids, yeah. Really? <laughs> Wait, I thought, yes. I thought you were going to talk about... I thought you were talking about a different race, but... No, no, no I was talking about the black kids. Wait, so you think, wow, really? Yeah, because they would, like, complain. I would have I would have teachers come up to me and complain about, like, people are literally writing their essays and saying BRB in their essay. <laughs> well, no, no. That, or, like, like... I get it. You not you cannot write in text language. Like, as a writer, as or, a professional... Or pro- they... Well, <clears throat> they well they didn't want them to write in their voice, either. They wanted them to write in, like, the classical English right. way. So but, it's but like, see, if I, I had a... If I thought in a different, like speech pat like if i didn't think like a michigander and i had more of like a black oriented like speech pattern well, right like verbiage i would write in that verbiage right right but they exactly. weren't they weren't they didn't want people to write like that well that's that what is, i'm saying that's my point but no but that is but, so true because you learn language at home and and yeah. if your parents speak you know proper english Look, they're just discriminating up, yeah i'm telling you yeah they could be Why, that's an well, interesting well, take honestly i never even thought about that no. hot take yeah, I, and I'm not. I don't. I don't think it. It doesn't not make sense. Like, well, writing classes. Just though, another group of white people taking away black people's voices. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna and say, charging them money yeah, to do it. Charging them money to do it. Yeah. Yes. Well. Yeah. But do they teach what is proper English? Okay. Or, or do you think that's wrong too? I well because like to communicate in the business world or in whatever world you're communicating in. Um, that goes out the window when you start like there's like, gr- there's there's proper grammar like there's a lot of ways yeah, to okay. punctuate proper punctuation proper grammar however in storytelling when you're not writing for business you can have a unique voice okay well they also so don't, you can talk they in don't dialect. understand because they've never written an email to somebody in mexico right. or japan right literally like do. <laughs> they do not they talk you have to talk to them in broken English for them to understand no, English. You do yes, you do. Yes, you do. Oh, you mean like you don't have to have a lot of. I see my manager thoughts. do this. Even yes. in person, when we're talking on like. I work for a company where I talk to a lot of people in Mexico and Japan. You well, I'll figure yeah. that out. But like, we will talk to somebody in Mexico 
and my manager will stop talking the way I'm talking now, and he will start going, when will you have delivery? Okay. He will, he will shorten his sentences direct. Direct, direct. yes. It is, you, you do not write... You stop deriding to them with a flowing like. Yes. I will. When will you have the delivery by Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday, have delivery. Right. They Short, understand that to better. To the point. Yeah, to the point, and it doesn't matter if they're Mexican, Japanese, right. Indian, um, just Chinese, not, mi- not mixing words, mincing words. Not good at speaking English. People understand English better uh, when it's shortened like that. Yeah. So like. They, these English people in that basically control this university don't understand that a lot of businesses don't overseas and that like really proper English is just going to confuse the shit out of the people you're trying to communicate with. That's very interesting. That's an interesting take. I don't live in that world. Oh, I mean, it's, complete, it's completely backwards. <laughs> it's like you shorten everything. But you're just I, to the point. I think so it's direct. I'm going to take the stance that I think... So I had a couple... I had... For in engineering school, they make you take writing classes too. Uh-huh. I had some f- pretty fun classes. The one I had was about zombies. I had to write about zombies. Like it was See, a zombie class. That is absolutely that is creative. I think that's great. Yeah, and no, like it's so funny. In every single English class, it's just an English class full of engineers. And no one gives a shit. So the bar set so low. Yeah. So, so they're they such they're you... easy classes. You just got to show up and try, basically. And, and they just want fine. you writing the practice of writing the practice. Yeah, yeah that actually... sounds way cooler than I had to yeah, do. Yeah, that one was fun. Yeah, managers were terrible. I had a nun that wrote an entire like academic paper in latin and then also another one in french and she was very intense Jeez, yeah did you get along yeah i passed her class the, did you actually like she was actually not a bad she English probably was a great teacher called so, her sister never done that before <laughs> called her sister actually. <laughs> one of the best english classes i ever had was in college and it was just literally about it was almost about um forming arguments which is great. oh yeah i've had critical that thinking yeah. and yeah. it's it's like a ethos pathos logos kind of thing and they, you make arguments based around those. And I had never done that in high school for some reason. I think I that's know. fabulous. And that was um, something that's definitely stuck with me today, till yeah. today. Yours? I had one really dumb English class, though. Where, like, where was that? High school or college? It was called, uh, no, it was in college. It was called, like, Global Issues or something. And this guy was just, oh my God. It was, he was just such a pompous ass. It was nuts. I swear, it's the teacher. It's the teacher because Big I. Big pussy energy. <laughs> Yeah, but you look at the guy and you're like, Jesus, I could. I just, just apologize, dude. This guy was like insane. He would to, just, he'd, he'd go I could on spit rants. on your forehead and you'd fall over. You <laughs> <laughs> would just like go on rants yeah. about like whatever the hell he was thinking about that day, and he just it would be, it'd be like the stupidest shit. He my, just my he, wife's boyfriend and I finally, <laughs> finally tried maple leaf wood oil. <laughs> And I'll tell you what, my fingers move so much faster. Like something like that. <laughs> my no, wife's no, no, boyfriend no. finally let me get a taco. It was way more week. political. I wish it was like that. That'd be way funnier. But it was way more political. You just go on like political rants. <laughs> I love the teachers that bring their personal problems to the this third guy, grade like, classroom. He had, okay, so he, this That's guy never classic. worked in industry. He's always been in academia. Yeah. And then he just had this whole view of the world that was so like basically academic right and he like, doesn't it know. was just so disconnected from any everything i've ever yeah. known reality and then he's trying to lecture a whole class of like probably pretty like modest midwestern engineering students about these like crazy ideas and not even crazy but just like it was just dumb and then he'd make us write essays <sighs> and he'd just come up with the essay on the spot he'd be like yeah write an essay about uh who controls the internet and uh, that was literally one of the topics That's for the awesome. essay. and i i like i was like 
Does anyone control? Is the there universe? an answer to that? Like, is there an answer? That actually was sort of interesting, but I'm, I thought he wanted like an actual answer to like who controls, and it's like no one really controls. Yeah, anyone. I like, think the teacher you learn the best from the teachers that inspire you. He'd make us do this thing where we'd write on the whiteboard. <laughs> He'd give us whiteboards. Thank, thank you for listening. Imagine, imagine you write the paper about who controls the internet, and it's just like, <laughs> you come back to him with that or some bullshit. Oh yeah, like yeah, cut that out. Do we though? No, do no, we though? It's a joke. It is I'm a joke. On, it's, that's just but a he'd, joke. He'd make us do. Matthew's irreverent. Matthew is just the little. <laughs> He's just like, no, he'd... you can't write about that. Didn't somebody write that on the board in one of your classes, and everybody's no. like? I don't think so. I don't remember that. It was that. eighth grade. You were telling me. And then somebody, right, somebody wrote that in eighth grade? No. they Whatever. You were studying the, the Holocaust or something. <laughs> they were learning about the Holocaust and they had a scapegoat for everything after. I don't know. It was. I don't know. These stories. These, this these guy, stories. He made us write on a whiteboard. For, he'd, do, he'd make us do like partner time. And we'd like write. He'd ask a question to the class and we'd write the answer on a whiteboard and hold it up. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. But he'd ask like really stupid questions. I don't know. It was like just who dumb. Controls was, the internet. Yeah, he just asked like <laughs> stupid shit like that. And then, uh, like on the they were double sided. So like on the front side, I'd like write the answer, and on the back side, I wrote like his name was. Well, I don't want to say. I'd write his name, and then I wrote sucks. Oh, you. So I and I held it up so everyone behind me could see like the professor. Oh like, my sucks. god. And like so, it was it was one of those moments where it was like very dangerous because he as long as he didn't see the other side of the whiteboard. Dickens. God. Mm. I hope you wipe. I hope you wiped that off before you left class. I did. Yeah, but it was it was funny. Wow, and here I thought you guys were so sweet and kind in school. You thought wrong. <laughs> um, a little vengeful. Did he call his wife his partner, too? <laughs> Probably. Is he one of those guys? What is up with that? What is this? Yeah. It's politically correct. It is politically correct. Well, it's so funny because um, Dad was reading an article, and it was like, do you, do you have a trad wife? What do you think a trad wife is? Tran Trad. Oh. Trad. Trad. Yeah. Trad sounds triad. like something cool. Triad. Like a, like okay. a frat Is your wife a trad wife or a A they? trad? Trad. Is that like a triad? Like Yo, a Chinese chicks, gang These chicks are trad. Uh, it's probably, is it, wait, it's wait. probably oh, Gen Z guess. lingo. I'm guess. Is it trans rights activist? You're way overthinking something? this. No, oh, I am. Oh, okay, it's got to be some surface, surface level. Trad. I knew it right away. Trans athlete? I don't know. For a wife. A trans athlete. <laughs> What the hell, man? No, excuse me. I thought it was a gang member. Traditional. Oh. It's a shortened oh. firm of traditional. So, like, they're just, there was an article that he read, and I can't remember. It's like New York Times or something about a trad wife, which I'd never heard that term before. And quite frankly, just write traditional. Like, let's not shorten everything. I think it actually does look, upset me when people shorten words like that. Look, there, sh- this, is, this is a new trend. That I mean, I shortened the word podcast to pod because I think it's ridiculous. Going to the pod. Yeah, it's a pod. But anyhow, versus the roommate wife. So the difference is, <clears throat> it was kind, kind of comparing. What is a roommate wife? A roommate couple. A roommate, so a traditional wife is one who fills a traditional role. She likes, you know, she's a stay-at-home mom. Raises the children, takes care of the home. Then there's the roommate wife who, like, this was an article, so don't get mad at me. <laughs> I just, I just have, I don't know, I have just a joke, but I don't want to get canceled. Yeah, you'll, yeah. <laughs> I, are these your your jokes you used to tell in, in high school? No, no, no. I was just gonna say why, why? one, <laughs> one's a person. <laughs> 
Dan was infamous in high school <laughs> for these jokes he'd tell you can't say women. That. I can't girls. Say that. Yeah, no, they were they That's were a joke. We gotta cut that out. That, well, no, j- you keep so, it. In. No, because and then there's then there's the roommate, and that is the couple that everybody like you're treating like roommates. Like when you move into college, you have a roommate, you're like, Hey, you do your laundry, I'll do my laundry. You do your dishes, I'll do my dishes. Mm-hmm. Let's split the groceries. And that there, there are marriages where they do that. And so there's a sweet spot because if you're a traditional wife or a traditional person and you're taking the brunt of all of it, it, it's a very high burnout, right? And then if you're also like working full time and you're you're just kind of treating the house like you're sharing responsibilities on, on just every level, including having your own checking account and, and whatever, there's like a happy medium. There's like an optimization of, of using a little bit of both. And I think that was the point of the article. But I thought that was interesting. You know, gosh, it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of interesting that we even have to have like <clears throat> articles about these things. Well, <laughs> they like, people like coming up with like ways to hurt people that are just like mm-hmm. n- entirely normal. Like, uh, they turn it into like a slur. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you're a trad wife mm-hmm. you're a trad wife <laughs> yeah it does sound like, terrible it's like calling like a white male a cis male you're just just a cis yeah male. what did that even mean that's just a straight male this straight a male but like terrible. they use it like a derogatory way it's like really weird it's yeah, really well, weird i don't like labels i don't like that yeah they put, they put than... labels on they try to hurt your feelings with it because they got their feelings hurt so it doesn't hurt your feelings though because i know i know you guys are huh? beyond that like you know, you're not a label. You're not anything. That's well, not. right, but they want to put a label. You're like, oh, you're just a trans male. You wouldn't understand. Not trans male. I, sorry. <laughs> you're, you're trans You're male. just a trans male. You wouldn't understand. No, you're a cis male. You wouldn't understand. You wouldn't understand yeah. what it's like to be gay. And I'm like, who says I'm not well, gay? The, the, <laughs> the problem, I think, is like we've just labeled everything by what it looks like. You know, like everyone, everything. We've labeled everyone by like their yeah. appearance and their sexual orientation. Especially every- oranges. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I think I think it's just like you have so much space to fill. Like orange. <laughs> That's everything. We're though. gonna call yeah. an orange. Every an inanimate orange. object, the name is what it is. Yeah. But yeah, well, yeah, but you don't anyway. say like I don't know. You don't. You don't. I, is that the only? You don't diss the. Is that orange. the only object that's named after a color though? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, maybe grape. No, grape is not for yeah. Grape. <laughs> <laughs> grape. I'm, just, I'm so tired. Purple. No I'm kidding. I think so. I think you're right. It's all it's this, weird, though. It's all yeah, you're right. Orange and is you can't rhyme with orange, but it's all this pumpkin spice creamer that we are now allowed to have. I have a question. Does this ever happen to you when you drink? Uh, usually spice. for me, like I think it's either the coffee or the creamer, but it really just I have to go. It just gets me going. Are gets you my talking about bowels? Yeah, it gets are we gonna my share? Are we gonna going? overshare? Oh, it's the coffee. It's the coffee. It's, it's the coffee it's thing. It's a little bit of both. Diner coffee is designed to make you shit. They want to get you out. They want to get you out, dude. It's the only thing. It's do you I, know multiple this? Multiple diners sure. I've been to where they're just like, I don't know what Have they, they put. It, they put laxatives in the coffee. <laughs> like I will drink stay. coffee at home. Fine, I'll drink cof- coffee from a Cheryl's diner. Oh diner, like diner emporium. Yeah, Cheryl's cake, cakes. Cakes are us. Yeah, little hot you know? cakes, little flapjacks. And like a coffee in, and my intestines start just twisting, and I'm like, my god, I just had one sausage link. <laughs> and one cup of coffee. <laughs> my body's trying to fucking kill me <laughs> to take a shit. You know, oh, it's that bad. God. It gets that bad. Like literally, a couple times where like my intestines are just. God, so remind intense. me not to go to a take you to another diner. 
No, it always happens at that uh, that one place in Brighton. Shells? Shells, yeah. yeah. My intestines always kill themselves after drinking a coffee there. <laughs> God, maybe they do because they just, you know, it's busy. They just need to clear those tables out. So they like, just fill them up, give them some coffee. I think they put a laxative. I'm serious. Are you I kidding I think they me? might put a laxative in their coffee. Well, do you use artificial sweetener? Because that could also do it too. Uh, yeah, I think that does maybe. it. Maybe. Because I've, I've had uh, bad experiences with artificial mm. sweetener. Mm. Oh, like the sugar-free gummy bears? Yeah, I had thing? one time I was at... Oh, God, who ate their sugar-free gummy bears? That was me, yeah. Yes, no, I was at like a Memorial Day weekend thing where we were all camping and like hanging out for the whole weekend. Uh-huh. And there was just gummy bears in the kitchen. And I was just grabbing handfuls of them, you know, as I was going through, thinking nothing of it. And then uh, someone told me that those are the sugar-free ones. Are they, are they made with like that like Splenda stuff? They're made with an artificial sweetener. That's, the, that that's just, what upsets your stomach. Yes, because it's like, not digestible. And that's what it is. It doesn't but digest. No, no artificial sweeteners are digestible. Right, I know. So yeah. They... yeah, it's like eating plastic. It's like eating a Lego. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it's exactly like that, but... <laughs> I don't think so. But hey... um. Have you ever tried it? Eating get... a Lego? Yeah. I wanted to build a tower in there, Dad. What? You can look at eating Legos trying to build something in his stomach? No? No, no. No. No, none of you ever did that. But like how... All right, so... How are you, how are you, how was your week last week? Did you guys have a good week? Um, uh, you guys were sick, Matt. You were. I was pretty sick for most. Yeah, sick. I think we I both got pretty, COVID. I was pretty wiped out. You might have had COVID because I I spent a lot of last week just driving food over to your house, mm-hmm. pampering my babies because it's asleep. hard. It's hard. I when... slept for like fifteen hours. I sl- <laughs> like no seriously. Oh, then I would then... wake up for like four hours and then I would sleep for another five or six. It was crazy. Yeah. Well, you were you were pretty. You're like you called me Tuesday morning. Thought like, I had Mom. mono. Yeah. You're like I think I need to go to the hospital, the doctors, and of course we made it. Call the doctors, and of course the doctor can't see you because they don't see you. Don't see a doctor anymore. So I took you to the same the uh, urgent care that I took your dad, where they took a look at his toe and sent us out of there. So we were there again, and we're sitting in the you know you're filling out the the paperwork, and we're sitting in the waiting room, and I get a text from Dan. And Dan is coming up with names. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess so you should should we back up for a, a second? Well, too? I was dying because I pick up Matt and Dan's like, well, hey, hey, you know what I'm doing? So I've, I have to start a trust, or I started a trust for uh, like investing stuff because I'm doing some investing. I'm re. Yeah, you're just rethinking everything. I'm rethinking some stuff. Which is really interesting. Yeah. Which I can, I probably won't go into too much more than that. Dan can, like, let me just say to clear that, that where Dan can go down this, he could talk for hours on this subject. He's so passionate about it right now. Well, like, I. You're so passionate. Yeah, I don't know if we want to go into. We don't. Far down the but, hole but we, we love you. Down, we love your passion. But the funniest thing is, like, he's sitting there at his desk and he's got, like, the boys work uh, out of the out of the, their condo. It's like, yeah. It's yeah. like, it's like Hannah, Hannah, Central East. And you, uh, and he's got all these names written down. And yeah, because I have to come up with a name for the trust, and like his, yeah, your theory is what the IRS has to see. Well, this? like it's some, it's a legal, it's a legal entity. Mm-hmm. The trust name is literally, it's almost like a person, right? So it's like has a name. So you got to put some thought behind it. Yeah. So I spent like the like half the day <laughs> like, trying to think of names. That's how I do trust. for characters. I'm like, oh, I need a character. What am I going to call it? This person that I need, I'm going to write it in. Sometimes I'll look at databases of, of names or whatever. Uh, but Dan, you had a, you were not, in, you know, encumbered by, by any of that. You were, you were, so anyhow, I get this 
this little ding, I get this text from Dan and we're sitting there. It's a quiet, you know, you're waiting for the doctor. There's all these people not feeling good. And I am dying. Like I'm trying not to laugh, but I'm laughing so hard. And then people are like, what the hell is wrong with this woman? You know, she's laughing. People are sick. Her son's vomiting. Like, and she's just laughing. You kept having and trying to have a conversation with me in a, in like a, waiting room and i'm like what the fuck are oh, yeah, you doing matt, matt doesn't let me talk stop to him. talking to me he doesn't let me talk to him <laughs> in the waiting room. no conversations in public well we had a, we had a friend of ours come out of uh, the doctor's office yeah and that was really cool because he actually that was really cool you know the cool part about that entire trip when the doctor asked me if i was a genuinely healthy guy <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean she's like are you a healthy guy yeah i'm, I'm like i don't know i'm not the fucking doctor <laughs> yeah she just she, yeah, she's like, do you have any diseases? And he's do like, you have any diseases? Aren't you the doctor? Like, I'm like, I'm here. I think I have a disease. Yeah, I have COVID. What are you Why are you to, asking me yeah, if I'm a healthy it? guy? Yeah, that was hilarious. Did you notice that? Yeah. No, I, I, like, I don't think away. you know what you're doing. Well, you know, we talked about I took this. that thing and shoved it up my nose, too. That fucking hurt yeah. like crazy. It was awesome. They scraped your throat. They put stuff up your nose. My nose was so dry for some reason. I was still laughing at the Dan's titles. But anyway, do you want to... All right, so so we had a so while we're you know while Matt is dying, you know not literally, but he's you know he's thinks he's got COVID, he's not feeling good. Um, friend, we saw a friend in there who they're they're fans of the podcast, which that that was kind of funny. So we thought that was great. Yay! Thank you, Millers. Thank you for listening <clears throat> if you're out there. But um, this is why I was laughing. Okay, Dan, you're gonna read these. Yeah, names? I'll read them. I'll read now, them. Keep in mind, like Dan made this specifically because he thought. At some point, the government would need to know this name, so right. I wanted it to be good. And when they read it... <laughs> and then your, your girlfriend's like, when you die, your children are going to have to read it. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't think about these things when you're like my in, favorite, in no, no, no. your 20s. I did think about it, and that's why I'm doing it. Yeah, your kids are going to know you're messed up. Yeah. Okay, so go ahead. <clears throat> okay, so... It's funny because on this page, I'm like, I took a picture of the of a note page, and there's just like profanity written on the margins. Okay, like maybe, maybe don't read the profanity. <laughs> well, at one point, Where? I tried the before I came up with the names, I tried to make an acronym for the. So one was I wanted it to be like the acronym to be like shit. So it was like <laughs> the shiny hiney iny trust. <laughs> And then I was trying to come up with one for penis, but I didn't make it that far. Oh, my. <laughs> cock Rocket Trust. <laughs> the, co- the Cock Rocket Mortgage Trust. Now, I just want to put, point out that these are still available. Holy shit. So Imagine you- your grandchildren coming in. <laughs> you might get a cease and desist like, from freaking not. Uh, Grandpa, why? <laughs> God, mom. Okay, okay. The other ones are okay. The assless chaps trust. That's yeah. Yeah, Dixie Normus trust. That's That's pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I love silver trust. (laughs) The IR, the IRS. That's yeah, yeah. So yeah, I robbed. Um, the Gordon Silver Trust. The Golden. Uh, the heavy chesticles trust. That's a good one. The wet chesticles trust. Oh, <laughs> this is the chesticles section. <laughs> the swinging chesticles trust. <laughs> Do you have one that's like the supported chesticles trust? <laughs> the sufficiently supported, supported chesticles yeah. trust. Um, the nut crusted trust busting trust. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Now the thing is, you'd have to like be able to write that. Yeah, yeah. Um, the investor, I hardly know her trust. <laughs> uh, yeah, and that's pretty much it. But you know, when you you think of a trust, you think of like you know you want a a legacy name, mm-hmm. and uh, this is why people usually generally don't make trusts in their twenties. But God bless you, you are, and. Uh, well, and you picked a good one like that. Those are not. You yeah, didn't I didn't name it. Those. I didn't. Yeah. Use so any those are those, still available. That was like my brainstorming yeah. sesh. But I was, I was just cracking up, up because it's just like <laughs> IRS read my trust name. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, probably make someone's day in the IRS. I hope so. I bet people name their trusts super lame stuff. Yeah, like well, they just do. their name. Yeah, it's like their last name. Yeah, Bob's or something. Trust. Yeah. Bob's trust. Yeah, I I always think the the IRS is like. Some white guy in a cubicle. Doesn't have a sense of humor. Kind of like depressed. Just reading trust names all day. Doing no taxes. Yeah, I don't even know how it works. Just sounds like a sad place. Unless they have like, they got to have great birthday parties there. (laughs) It's like the office, but it's the IRS office. The IRA is something else. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. It is. I mixed up. A terrorist group. (laughs) (laughs) Basically. Jeez. Yeah, the IRA is. The IRA. Oh, I- Irish Republican Army. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That IRA. God, there's so that many. IRA. There's also an IRA investment. Like, there's yeah. Individual, yeah, well, individual retirement account. They need to put their money somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. Did I show you? So I did bring because uh, uh, silver. Oh my coin. god! So Dan is Dan is like a bullet. What did you say? Bullish on silver these days. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to give adv- investment advice, we so are, I'm not. Yeah, we're not an investment podcast. I let me just quick disclaimer. We're anything a true crime podcast. I do. <laughs> if I say anything about any investment, just know that I am oh, not qualified. I'm not qualified. That is beautiful. But I'm passing around a. It's like it's called a silver eagle. It's an American silver eagle. It's beautiful. Oh and my God. it's, uh, it it's 99.9% <gasps> fine silver. Because, you know, when you see a silver dollar, when you see them, you know, silver mm-hmm. dollars from the, from, uh, you know, it's kind of like them. that. Oh, it's way heavier. There's no, there's no copper line in there. That's a hundred. That's a Yeah, that's a hundred percent silver. It's like white. It's like a white metal. Almost. Yeah. Silver. So silver is actually the most reflective metal. Of any metal, be, I love silver and that's jewelry. They, like, they use silver's it for, my thing. I oh, like it. So yeah. I see. I even have like a yeah, white nice. gold, white gold wedding. How ring. abundant is silver? Um, it's more abundant than gold. It's definitely more abundant than gold. Um, it is an industrial metal though. It's like used to make mirrors. Like so that's why it's the most. It's re- the most reflective. Yeah, so they use it in mirrors. They use it in like every single type of electronics uses silver because it's a really good electrical conductor. Um, they use it in like agriculture. They use it in medicine. They because it kills like bacteria and stuff like that. Oh, it's got, well, yeah. They've, it's just so many different uses. It's a very, it's a, it's beautiful. They will this tarnish? Um, I think oh, it might. So like, I only have one. I have a few more of them, but yeah. I only bring one out because it is cool to show people well, and, and to like hold. Did I ever tell you my story? My silver, my little rundown silver lane when I was a child. I mean, you can tell it again. I'm gonna tell. You. <laughs> I don't think Matt's heard this. What are you talking about? So, I was talking to you about it yesterday. I was so like, this, this is, is just for, like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally saying that to you. Okay, so. My, who the fuck would do that? My, my dad was a, he was an investor. He was a really smart guy. He always invested and he always like would encourage me to invest. And I was like, no, what's the point of investing? Well, I was young. Like, so I, I'm going to say this was, I was probably in college and. You know, I'd work and I'd put money in my savings account and my, my brother, my younger brother was the same way. My oldest brother was probably already out in the world, like doing something great. But my younger brother, Ron, and I, we were more the whimsical. We're not the, you know, 
we're not the accountants of the family. So my dad comes to us, and I think this was when silver like kind of crashed, so it was pretty low. So he's like, hey, you guys have some money in your savings accounts. Why don't you invest in silver? And we're like, sure, cool, how much? And so my dad said, like, $500. So we each gave him $500. And he comes home, I don't know how many days later, and he brings these giant, giant 100-ounce silver bars to both me and my brother. So we, we get these bars and you're holding them and you're like, oh my God, like these are heavy. Like this is treasure. Like I felt like a, a pirate king. You know what I mean? Mm. It's like we had physical money now. So like when your money's in a bank, you just forget about it, right? I mean, well, but a pirate sinks a ship in the Caribbean. No, but this is like. With their booty. You can, this is my $500 now. It's like in silver. And Ron's too. And I'm like, well, I can't just put this in my room or Ron's going to find it. And vice versa. You're not going to put this in the room or Darcy's going to find it. So I'm like, okay. We got to hide it. We got we to gotta hide this. So we, A, so nobody else can find it. And B, so we, you know, like, so we don't pull it up and find it. So, um, so we do. We, we, uh, we basically, uh, we didn't make a treasure map. I think that was our biggest mistake is we didn't we didn't remember where we where we buried these silver bars. But that that's not the point anymore. Buried them in the yard? We I can't say what, what happened to them. I can't tell you where they are. But only Ron and I knew You told me you didn't bury them in the yard. You, neither did you bury them. You just hid them in the house somewhere. I don't know. We're I can't say. But <clears throat> we we came up with a great place we thought. Now now I'm twenty I'm twenty two Maybe I'm 22 years old, and I'm not married yet, but I was probably dating, you know, John Hanna at the time. So I have this this silver bar that I've buried somewhere. Didn't have a map for it, but I thought, oh, I will always be able to find it because, you know, I have a great memory. That was uh, 30, 35 years ago. So anyhow, I had this silver bar for no lot more than maybe maybe two months. We're going for, we go for vacation. We go to Door County for vacation. It's just beautiful Door County. We spent summers there, and and I'm up there, and we're at this restaurant called L. Johnson's, and you guys have been there. Back in this day, this is L. Johnson's in the 80s, uh, so it was like a, this this gentleman had the brilliant idea of turning a diner into like a Scandinavian-themed restaurant. So he beefed up this diner with, with – uh, you know, just solid log cabin looking thing with a thick roof, turf on the roof, goats on the roof. And he had Swedish, uh, in the summer, Swedish students would come to America and they'd be, they'd be waiters at this restaurant. I don't know if it still is today, but anyhow, they would be waiting at the restaurant. And of course, my brothers loved going there because they were like really adorable waitresses, right? And they wore these like really fun dresses. So another brilliant thing about Al Johnson's, and if you've ever been to Door County, um, Al Johnson's has expanded. It's now like the Empire and Sister Bay. You've been there. Yeah. <laughs> they have goats on the roof. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know the dressing because you like going It there. was not that good when we left. But well, the food. I mean, you don't I like I remember food. when we were younger, it was better. But yeah, maybe. Well, maybe maybe last time we went, they were cutting back. I don't know. And they've expanded. Let's just say they probably, whatever, it's gotten expensive. But they had these, so they did another brilliant thing where they had this Swedish restaurant, and then on the other side was a boutique, you know, spelled like with a hard K, like not, you know, like a Scandinavian boutique. And uh, I was in there with my mom, and they were selling these Scandinavian dresses. 
the same kind that the waitresses wore. So, but, you know, they had maybe a little different style. Um, but anyhow, they were, I tried some on. My mom was like, oh, those are so cute. You should get one. And I looked at the price and they were very expensive. And they were- You had I, your silver bar, didn't you? <laughs> I couldn't make up my mind, but I didn't have the money because like my bank, I just drained my bank account, right? So my mom was like, oh, I'll buy them for you. And you just pay me back. And I just kept leveraging stuff against that silver bar until like two months later, I finally just told my mom, look, I'm never going to be able to pay you back because <laughs> I'm going to get married. So why don't you just, I'm just going to give you my silver. And that's how it ended. Now, I think the legend of the family is that the silver is still there. I bet it is still there. I mean, and I think I tried to find it, but things look different now because 30 years have passed and things are not the same. <laughs> so you just can't find it? I can't find it. But, I th- yeah, so this is why I'm saying don't ask me investment advice because this You're is You're going to lose it? No, because this is the kind of investor I am. I'm like, mm. like I panic and then I, then I just leverage everything mm. against it. So um, I do think that maybe Ron... Like got the silver like ten years after, like some sometime. I oh, do remember. so he might have he might have snagged it. Yeah, I do remember that he might have done that, but I like at that point I didn't own it. But you know, so maybe he recovered his, and well, I don't know what happened to it. But then I think my parents thought it was I. It's still somewhere. So um, no luck finding it. But whatever, you know, it's probably worth I don't know how much is it worth now. But but the the thing is like maybe my dresses have because they are classic scandinavian i don't know what they're called imported dresses that are really only good for a costume party (laughs) or being a waitress at a swedish restaurant so like bad bad decision all the way around they're not like great dresses right right i mean they're fun i think i wear one at christmas but um that's what that thing is yeah (laughs) that that is like a burgundy dress yeah i think so yeah do i look like a waitress no I can, but you, How would you want to look like a waitress, first of all? Well, no, that's the only thing I can really do is like either wear it for a Halloween costume. I wear one at Christmas. Oh. But I, but you know what? But here's the thing. How many years later, I'm still wearing the damn dress? Mm. Oh, Was it a good time. investment? Yeah. Like maybe, I don't know. Maybe the dress is because it's, it's, it's you know, traditional, old-fashioned. They don't make very many. Maybe the dress is worth more than the silver at this point. So maybe I didn't do bad. But what I'm thinking is... Like, I don't think the dress is worth more. <laughs> I don't think... Yeah, the dress is definitely not worth more than I'm just going to say trying that. to rationalize. I think my silver would have gone way up. I had... Yeah. I, but but here's my thing, too. So Ron, what if Ron recovered it? Well, how do you know who said he recovered it? I think I remember, but I don't remember. So I think I remember that maybe he did, but he never said he did. But anyhow... What it? Because Ron used to mold little um, soldiers. You know, he used to make those like little metal soldiers, and he painted. Yeah, them but he detail. made them out of lead. What if? No, he didn't. What make them if out of silver. he melted? He got my silver bar, melted them down, molded them, painted them, and then shipped them back to me. Because he would ship me little soldiers all the time right. when you I was doing his. You know how hard it is to like the temperature silver melts at is so much higher than like. He was a schmelter. Let's just say no. he could schmelt. No, no. <laughs> I remember he would I use... Watched, I'd watch no. him pour them. He'd use lead. But he would. But what if he used and my pewter. silver bar and got it back to me and the joke's pewter. on me because I still have it in the house. I think that's a fun story to think about, but I don't think it's true. I don't think it is either. It's so basically cool. I lost I lost soldiers. my silver and I bought some crappy little dresses, but... Yeah. Yeah. You live, yeah. you learn. Yeah. <laughs> just money. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
but yeah, I, I, I was, yeah, I guess I'm starting to get into, um, just like don't, silver just stuff. don't trade it. I, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's interesting cause it's, don't bury it. It's a lot <laughs> of people think it's undervalued. So it that's why I'm is. interested in it. And then also it's like, you can physically hold it. Yeah. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. But is it one of those things where they're saying it's <clears throat> undervalued so that they can push the value up? You know, so I'm, people to... I'm very skeptical of that. And all the research that I've done about it, um, it looks like it's one, it's, it's a, it's a relatively rare metal. It's not super rare, but it's rare. It's rare enough. And two, it's used in every single industry. So there's a lot, a lot of demand, especially and you can for always make a really sick like necklace out of it. Yeah. I mean, it's used in jewelry. It's used in. Um, like especially the green energy. That's why a lot of people like think yeah. it's the future because oh. of the green energy, like solar panels, use a lot of silver. Electric cars use a lot of silver. Hey, All these things. Always, the thing is, like, you can never go wrong with a precious metal. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, like, it's not going to be. So there's lots of arguments against holdings like silver and gold, for instance, by by like other investors. Right. Just saying because they're not a productive asset. So it's not right. like something that's going to like pay a dividend. It's only going to go up in value maybe marginally over right. time. But it is a good, like, emergency escape yeah. vessel if you need to, like, maintain your wealth or preserve your buying power well, and you, or something like that. And you think like of, that. like, the history of trade, the history of money, the history mm-hmm. of currency. And you look at back in, you know, like, the Renaissance, the Middle Ages, whatever, people would would have precious metals, like the wealthy, or jewels. And they had to keep them, you know, like... Like my my silver bar, like you realize, like oh my god, like like it's a physical thing you can take. Other than like when you invest in a four hundred one k, you know, it's out of sight, out of mind. Somebody else is doing it. They're managing it. It's doing what it. Needs Damn, to what do. are you looking up right now? I was just looking up because like what you're saying is like the history about it is very interesting. It is very interesting because it's gold and silver and probably copper. Yeah, well, most... do you know how the bank started? Uh, they were holding gold. Uh, it, well, yeah, I do it know. Was, I do know how the well. So I, I know how. Like, are you talking knights, about modern? Well, no, the Knights Templar. Like when people would travel. So when people, I'm talking <clears> like you know, like 1200s. People would travel to the Holy Land because because back then the only kind of travel you would do, like, was religious travel. So they go there for, um, you know, they um, like a pilgrimage or whatever. Yes, pilgrimages were huge, and they'd pray and. You make sure that their people, their their or their family that was fighting in battle would go to heaven. You'd say these things over them, but they would you would travel with your money, and money is heavy. Jewels are heavy, so people wore their stuff. They put it in <clears throat> saddlebags or chests, and they carry it. And so what they ended up doing is the Knights Templar and ended up having like these little monasteries in every town, and they would they would back your gold or whatever your your treasure by paper notes. So that once you got to the other side, like so the say, knights were doing, that? yeah, you go to Jerusalem and then you turn in your paper notes saying like my 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 silver and gold is held here in this town. I have a certificate from this order of the knights there, and then the knights were controlling the Holy Land at that time. That's you know, but that kind of it got its roots kind of in that. And then the Rothschilds were the big banking company, and of course, like I think was it the. I can't remember. Don't quote me on this. But but then <clears throat> during the Renaissance, when trade got really the Bolsheviks really big, they started the 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 big big banking. Well, and that banking became so successful. I, I believe came, that's where the Dutch came in. That's where the Dutch Empire was before the yeah. That was before the yeah, Dutch. Well, no, you're probably because right, the because, Dutch Empire was like. 15, mm-hmm, 1600s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they yeah, this invented is way before. This is way before. This in, 
But Knights Templar? Well, yes. No, yeah. but, oh, you're, but, but you're talking... No, no, the Dutch started really... Well, wasn't that when the Renaissance was? Or when was Renaissance? I think it was the... the actually, Venice. The Venetians, like, really started... Like, Venetians and Genoa, like, the, the Italy... What do they call them? The city-states of Italy, uh, where you had the Pope. They were, they were doing... One of those families was doing banking, and I don't remember right now, because I'm old, and I forget what I'm talking about, but... Um, the banks became so wealthy because they would loan money. They would loan money against these trading vessels that would go out and get a lot of, um, you know, exotic spices and exotic fabrics and whatever because there was such a, a hunger for that in Europe. So they would go, they would travel around the world, bring the stuff back, and and people would sponsor them, right? They would, it was kind of like the precursor to the Dutch East India Company, which was the, the just giant uh when the Dutch empire started to rise, but that was a little bit later than this. But the banks were so, bankers became so wealthy that kings would have to borrow money from the banks. Yeah. Because they, you know, when you think about that, and it's really interesting, and so banking is just a, this weird phenomenon, the people like super smart with money. So like it says the Renaissance was uh, a transition from the Middle Ages to moderni- modernity and covering the 15th and 16th centuries. So it's about, mm, about 14th, the exact... yeah. Yeah, kind of the time they're talking about, yeah. uh, the time of the Dutch Empire. Yeah. Because what I've, what I've learned is that, like, the Dutch kind of invented modern capitalism, like we see today, where they've, fund, they've started companies and right. funded the companies. Interesting. And, and a stock market. Is that... The stock market blows my mind. Like, I still don't understand mm-hmm. the stock market. And part of that is... Part of the banking... Mm-hmm. Um, came down to goldsmiths being really accurate with the amount yeah, of gold. Way. So like when you mint a coin, the reason they're coins is because like they needed to be exactly yeah. a certain weight and they need to be like certified. And then because they stamp their like seal onto the coin, you know it's, oh, it's this goldsmith well, they and they're to, really mm, good and right. they're oh, they're always super accurate. So you know it's exactly like one ounce of gold or whatever it is. They had coins though back in the, like <clears throat> in the Roman Empire. You but they probably so weren't super Probably not accurate, accurate. yeah. As until accurate. until like the the Dutch, yeah, took it's over. so interesting because yeah, you're right. And they had to like if that was another thing where they would put lead in the gold and they would try to pass yeah, they try to counterfeit it. Yeah, yeah, totally. and, that, and that's totally as old as dirt. Oh, it know? is totally. And then <laughs> people want to make they, money. the funny thing that they would do. It's they like did the greed. same thing that you're greed talking is about. A human nature. Where like no one wanted to carry their gold around, so they would put their gold mm-hmm. in a bank, and then they would get paper notes, and then the banks would issue more notes than there was gold in the bank. So then you right. have, because they can. Overborrow. Yeah, because they can. So they're under collateralized. So they have less gold than they have paper notes for gold. I mean, it's so funny because like, we've never learned as a human race. No, like that's <laughs> what I'm learning is that history basically right. repeats itself. It does. And I it, remember, it repeats itself. I used to tell yep. you that to kids. But it, to, the reason yeah. it repeats itself is because of human nature. Yes, yes, human nature. You think, oh, we're so smart. Oh, you we forget, have so you forget, you know, they keep forgetting. Yeah, you, you do. You literally, shit, you literally shit. forget. I mean, technology wow. changes, but human nature, technologies and, you know, empires rise and fall, but human nature, that is the thing that so cool, it boggles the mind. Yeah, it is. It is interesting. Like the book I'm reading right now is about like the cycles of, oh, it's, you it's kind of depressing. Yeah, it's not depressing. Stuff. It's actually more of like, a, basically it's, it's, it's like principles mm-hmm. for dealing with the changing world order. So it's, it's essentially like analyzing all of the large like how empires rise and fall yeah. throughout 
the ages and then up to today and but now to the Americas. No, they, they don't really they don't really quite fall. I mean, they're still here, well, still no, around. Just, like I, I think a true falling empire would be like the Ottoman Empire. Yeah, it yeah, doesn't yeah, exist. Yeah. By anymore. fall, it's like, like it's like they're, they're still around, they're but the they're top not. Dogs. They they're not the yeah. world superpower. Yeah, right. right. The, yeah, so that's it's number the, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's that's exactly it. And because before us, it was the British, and before the British, it was the Dutch. Mm-hmm. And like the Dutch were so dominant because they had modern capitalism, and they started the very first company, which is like the East India Trading Company. So but they then, would literally. But get, then once you first start something, so that was a technology. Like think about that technology. The technology yeah, they had the, with they trading had the best vessels. Building. Yeah, that was the mm-hmm. technology of the day. It was a great ship because yeah. those things were so. There's so many moving parts in a in a sail vessel like that. Um, bigger and that was who war. undercut the Dutch again? Who undercut the British? The British. The British. The British yeah, so, and that's better. and that's how it works. That's how it works because they they have the, so they start they have the best shipbuilding. Yeah, they're the best shipbuilders. They have the best economy but to the, fund the ships, and then they are doing really really well. And then all of a sudden, another country comes along and says, "Hey, uh, we'll build your ship for you because we have cheaper labor." And then they uh, off you know off. Offload, offload their what? Well, yeah, I'm, there's no word I'm losing. So like contract China? out. Yeah, could they contract out their labor to a mm-hmm. cheaper whatever, yeah. and then the British could just hire a Dutch shipbuilder and then use their labor and make a uh, cheaper ship like and be way more competitive than the Dutch. And that's yeah. that's one of the reasons they became so dominant because they had this and competition. Then the English, yeah, they were they were they ruled for a long time. They yeah they did. I mean they built they, the biggest ships. They built an enormous empire. And you know too. what? Yeah, but they where they really took off was that. Their naval, their warfare, their, they 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 really kind of honed that. So they were the superpower of the oceans, and there was no place yeah. that they couldn't get to and couldn't rule. They couldn't dominate. Yeah, they're really good in the ocean, but they sucked on land. Right, Matt? No, Jesus Christ. No, they did. <laughs> did they? Yeah, they lost to a bunch of farmers. Yeah, but the, Matt, oh, they, in the U.S. Yeah, but they they had such an expansive empire. The British Empire yeah. was right. enormous. Like they, they were all over the I world. Mean, I mean, even right, today. Right. Like in, but like, I mean, they kind of, yeah, they kind of showed up with guns to a bunch of like tribal people and they're like, we're going to take it now. And I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> and they try to use bows and then, you yeah. know, against guys with guns. Well, that see, that's work. the technology. But when you go up against t- a bunch of farmers who've been hunting turkey with their Kentucky long rifle yeah. for like a generation, you know. You might have a hard time. It's yeah. like a near peer war, right? Yeah, it's it is. And then when they when they went up against Napoleon, I don't know if they did they win the, that. They would go up against Napoleon. No, Ooh. the well, British. No, they were fighting uh, yes, France they forever. Yes, they did. They they finally beat Napoleon. Yeah, the they, Battle of they Waterloo. They beat him. Battle of Waterloo. They conquered that. Or was it more of like a stalemate no, type thing? No, they they conquered. They took Napoleon and he they put him in prison in Alba. Yeah, no, they, no, they they got rid of Napoleon, but but the French and the English then became the French and the Americans became they had an alliance, right? Because they were against the the British. But we talk about this is like we're getting in the weeds with history. Mm. But um, talk about you can yeah. I talk about an empire like a rising empire right now? China, uh, Taylor Swift, <laughs> Mexico, <laughs> a billion dollar Dan, summer. Taylor quick, Swift, billion quick. dollar summer. Imagine if Mexico becomes the new world like superpower. You don't think so? No. <laughs> Why? Because of the economic output you think of Ch- Mexico. You think China's going to... Yeah, China has okay, an enormous... Okay, let's not economy. bet against America. Like, come on, boys. Well, we got to get our stuff together. I'm trying to be a realist yeah, here. I'm trying to be a realist. <laughs> like, um, you know, don't jump ship. The United States needs to, to 
to like break some ties. We got our, we got our, we have a lot of problems in this country. Yeah. It's well, not that I don't love this country. No, so I we have a lot of problems. Well, you know yeah. what you do though when you, you don't bail on things you love. So uh, let's yeah, talk the about the Chinese are now coming to becoming too expensive, by the way. Mm-hmm. They're having problems. So seriously, like a lot of the stuff, a lot of manufacturers are like moving out of China. Really? Yeah, they're going to Mexico. Interesting. You know that? Oh, you know that because you're working with them, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, a lot, a lot of manufacturing is leaving China because they're becoming too expensive. Oh, that is a ooh, that's a twist in the story, Matt. That's mm. a twist. Do you the know story. that? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not saying it's like. Well, what do you what do you guys to... think of a Oliver Anthony's song? This is the guy who's blown up the internet. Oh, the um, Richmond, oh. North of Richmond. I think first of all, that title is fabulous. I think you know me in bluegrass. No, I like. I don't know. No, you. I don't know you in bluegrass. What are you talking about? <laughs> Do you like about? bluegrass? No, I like Mumford and Sons, and it that's just not, has that. That's not. Oh, it's influenced by it. I don't like any like real like bluegrassy stuff, but um. Okay, well then. It's a good song. I like it. It was good. I think, it, was right. it was pretty truthful. You know, well, you know what is so cool about it? like you can tell that that man has lived that story, like mm-hmm. just the passion with which he sings. I think if he just yeah, wrote those music words, like he put country music. He put the soundtrack to his like thoughts in his life right mm-hmm. well he also um in a way he, he has like a cool voice he's basically just uh expressing how a lot of america feels right that song i, I mean think that's why it's like almost like when i it's been blowing up and i saw i listened to it on uh youtube and i was like oh my gosh this is like a like almost like a a rally rally cry like a like an anthem you know what i mean mm-hmm. <clears throat> and the coolest thing is they asked him to sing this song for some sports team, like no, they asked him to sing the national anthem, and they were going to pay him money. And he said, "I don't. I I sing that song for free." Mm-hmm. So he so like there's opportunities that, that people are trying to throw money at this man. That's a real bluegrass guy, oh, right that's there. A really that's a really folk hero. Yes, it's a folk hero, exactly. A folk hero, folk hero. It's like yeah. it's like it's like uh, you it's know not Paul either. Bunyan and Babe the Blue Ox. It's like this is like this man will be a folk hero. Oh, I yeah. have a feeling, but the trouble is we have too many. So to build a good folk hero, you can't have um, like cameras on your phones. You know what I mean? You have to have it in the imagination. You tell stories. You write myths that you know. You grow this man bigger than bigger than big, his britches. Big yeah, than bigger than his britches. But today we can't do that because we have him singing on YouTube. Every media outlet has covered him, uh, but he is funny. I you know just. He's very non-political because he's just saying, I just, the government has gotten bought by corporations, like all of it. Yeah, you know that? Oh, no, I know. But I'm just, I'm just you know that? <laughs> Newsflash. Newsflash. You see who was uh, running for the GOP? Like, Dan and I watched the GOP. Oh, did you watch the debate? Debate, and I was just like, my God, we're looking at the board to Halliburton and Lockheed Martin up here. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just fucking crazy. Like... I, yeah, I feel like I feel like most of them are just so out of touch with like the country yeah. that like well they're all I don't know. I just feel like they're all bought and sold by some special interest. I think it's very hard it not like. to be. Well, yeah. that's why that guy is so unique. The guy who's they're like, you know, the <clears throat> the music companies are coming after him saying, "Look, we're going to give you 8 million dollars. We want you on our label." I'm like, "Do not sign with any label. This man is doing well." Um He's making money from his downloads of that song. I don't think he has. I think he has five songs or something. He doesn't have enough to make an album yet. One of the, one of the. But God bless you for. The best parts. Staying free. 
uh, of the GOP debate though was there's a there's a part at the very end where Ron DeSantis smiles. Oh yeah, it's so funny. And they <laughs> zoom in really close on his face. Oh my god! And it's like the flattest smile of all. Yeah. It's, like it's not. It does not reach his eyes. It is like a no, fake is, smile. No, it's I. I it's so hard flat? to describe. He's just like. I yeah, I don't know. No, like, it's not like a genuine no, smile. Half of those guys are done after that debate. Actually, not even so? half. I think like all of them. Are. I think Ron DeSantis ended his ended his. Uh, oh, his he said it wrong. His campaign. Did he finally like resign? Was he like, I'm done with this now? I'm not running. Wait, I'm t- America's it. a tough crowd. Look at America's. I, I would hate to trying to sh- find it so I can show you. <laughs> you guys are just. Oh, I'm the gonna watch. Is, I'm gonna watch the DNC one too. The internet I'm gonna is watch the, I'm gonna watch the DNC Like, are they even gonna have a debate? It awesome. is going to be. It's, it's going to be hilarious. Anyway. It'll be interesting to see who the nominations are. You down. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. The internet. Yeah, yeah that is great. It was like he did not commit to the smile. No. No, that is. What is it's that so look? It's like an awkward, awkward it's so cr- I don't. God, that is wild. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I did not watch it, but that is a. Uh, well, yeah, that's the thing. You have people that are like recording it and they're taking every weird moment. But well, the problem is, like, that up. happens to someone, like, every presidential race. Oh, someone does something very, very minusculely small. It's not even something they say, it's, it's something, it's, it's like a, yeah, it's something like a in passing, and it, it ruins their whole, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, it ruins their whole campaign. Like, it is ruthless. Who, it is who ruthless. Who was it? Was it Jet, like, I don't know if it was Jeb Jeb Bush. Bush or some, it was Jeb. someone who, like, what did they say? Was it Mike Pence when he had the fly um, laying on his head. Oh, that was <laughs> <laughs> during the debate. Oh my God, these are yeah things you just do not. You remember that one? Yeah. Wish for. This is like oh my God, they'll find anything. Mike Pence. Oh, Jesus. Christ. And then like Meatball Ronnie. I feel like he's one of those. Meatball Ronnie. Meatball Who's that? Ronnie. Ron DeSantis. You call him, who calls him Meatball? Trump, Trump does. Trump called what? a meatball run. <laughs> well, the best was the Trump Twitter. campaign put out a uh, ad against against Ron DeSantis that looks like a Saturday Night Live skit, <laughs> and it's about how Ron DeSantis once, I guess, ate a pudding cup on a plane with his fingers because he didn't have a spoon. <laughs> and he, <laughs> and the ad is like the ad, the ad is the it's one of the funniest things oh, I've literally ever seen. It's my. like it's like it's like tell it Ron is. DeSantis to keep his pudding fingers out of your business <laughs> or something. And it's just an ad of a guy eating pudding oh with his fingers. It is ridiculous. God, that is like insane. That is crazy. It is the childish funniest thing yeah, ever. Yeah, it's great. It is like the gloves are off. It's it's, it's um, hilarious. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. The mugshot, the mugshot scene around the world. Oh my god, there's just crazy stuff already happening. So yeah. We're a year out. We're Think all about like more them. than a it's year out. It's just gonna get wilder. It's going to get crazy. Maybe. And it's gonna be fun. Maybe to watch. I should try to find my silver. And bar. now Trump's back on Twitter, so get ready for like, dude, pull up the Trump tweet about Bernie Madoff's nipples. What? <laughs> no. 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 This no, is no. the funniest tweet. I have ever seen. Now, do you think he's actually tweeting himself? Does he, <laughs> yes, does this he hire is like a comedian? Yes, like in 2016 that he, he like. <laughs> I think I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hire a t- comedian. No, he. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. What's this really a tweet? Yeah, this is Donald Trump's tweet. Barney <laughs> Frank looked disgusting. Nipples protruding <laughs> in his blue shirt before Congress. Very, very disrespectful. Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> what year was the tweet? 
2011. Oh they, my god! They dude. must See, this have is, this been is, very bad to make a comedy. This is what I mean. It's, it's going to get yeah, so funny. Yeah. It's going yeah, to be just, very. Funny it is kind of like it is very entertaining. No matter say. where you lean. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I don't. Who, it where you doesn't lean. matter at the end of the day. We're gonna have fun with this one. Yeah. Okay. It's gonna be a fun time. I just think it's fun. It's disrespectful that you have like large nipples or something. That's well, no. Did you look at the picture? Oh, oh, look at the picture. It is disrespectful. His his nipples are hard <laughs> and sick. <laughs> And he's he's talking to Congress, and he's got the biggest, <laughs> saggiest <laughs> nipples around. And he's in just a blue shirt talking oh, to Congress. My God! Look at the stop, picture. Stop. <laughs> you, you want fi- a good laugh? You should look. What it do you up. do it's all something. day? Like, do you have a job? <laughs> How do you find this stuff? What I have oh a job? God. Yeah, you I have a job. What have a job? I, have I know. Job. I said. Yeah, I know. But you guys are so funny. You come in and you just show me. You oh, we send me the weirdest. I talk things. about this stuff with my friends. Like, I just, it is going to be <laughs> disrespectful. Disrespectful. I mean, oh my, wait, it's, maybe this is it. He's in a blue shirt. Okay, that is disrespectful. <laughs> what's going on with his arm? Oh, he broke his arm. Oh, I see what's going on there. He has a cast on his arm. He can't wear a normal shirt. <laughs> What? Maybe he should have just taken the day off. Honestly, he's wearing like a that is suit a coat, like uh, how like uh, your girlfriend would wear it, like if you took it off because yeah. she was cold. Like he he's, like he's wearing it. He didn't doesn't have his arms in the sleeves. Yeah, he um, that is not yeah. He just should have called in sick that day. He should have worn undershirt. Yeah, That's but I mean, was Donald Trump wrong? His yeah. nipples I mean, were protruding. Man, I mean, it's great that he like think about that. He took the time to comment on that. It was a. Uh, Oh my God! It's gonna. It's gonna. Is that get hilarious, right? Did you ever? Did you know about? <laughs> that? I did know about that. I forgot about it. Though. I had never so seen funny. that. But there is gonna be so much material, so much comedy material, Matthew. You're gonna <laughs> should start writing all this down now. Oh my God! It it's is. it's gonna be a good time on both sides. Yeah, I mean that's the only way to look at it, and in, in a fun way. That's yeah, like the well, only that's way. what it's supposed to be. It's. I mean, this entire thing is an entertainment garbage fest. Let's be honest <laughs> ourselves here. After watching that first debate, I'm like, what the? F- Am I watching America's Got Talent, but for politicians right now? Yeah. It's like, Ooh, welcome to the stage. Meatball Ron DeSantis. What, what do you got for us, Meatball Ron? What do you got for us? <laughs> I think Florida has the best health care. All right. All right. Have the same good, 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 good. Yeah, next guy. I'm from Nebraska. <laughs> and I dance through hoops. <laughs> like you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. And I dance through hoops. And um I'm fuck, what was the guy's name? What state? The guy I hate. Asa Hutchison. Asa Hutchison. <laughs> was that the guy with the silver hair that nobody knew about? Yeah, yeah. I don't know who that guy there is. There were two guys on each end. One was one was a really like a billionaire, wasn't he? Like the one guy who was like one of them was. But he dresses like a very common man. There's Vavik. He's like, I'm Vavik. I got a big head. All right. Uh, he, I like his smile. He's got good energy. I'm saying I'm entertained. I'm it entertained is. You don't know what it you're is entertaining. Do next. But no, my thing is like, okay, that's the only positive light to look at this through. I think it's mm-hmm. just going to be a huge mess, no mm-hmm. matter whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's my opinion. I just, I just, I hate how it's done. So like, show time 
Broadway musical really? like esque. You see this? Welcome one? to the the GOP debate. It's a it's an incredibly dumb format. Oh, because it's terrible. they have like thirty seconds to respond to something that is impossibly complex. They all and yeah, they like, all come out not looking great. Yeah. yeah, they're like they ask him like an insane question that has like a like you could write a whole. Like you have teams of people doing you know research on do? each one of these topics, and they we have thirty should, seconds to respond to it. We should write down who we think is going to get the nomination from each party. Put it in a little thing and see if we're right. I think it's just going to be Trump Biden again. I mean, it probably. Be. It's going to be a rematch, and it's going to be they're going to. It's going to be, gonna be, it's gonna be, gonna be terrible. If you're a Democrat, this is how it's going to happen. The person who you do like is going to get pretty high up there, and then the Democrats are just going to use their super PACs and cut them out for the one that they want, and that will probably be Joe Biden. But I'm not sure if it's going to be Joe Biden because I don't know. Do they think it's going to be Joe Biden? They still think it's going to be Joe Biden. Like, still think, who knows? Who knows? I wouldn't be surprised if because it's yeah. Already, well, it's already absurd well, you can enough. Write that if down. you're a Democrat, it doesn't matter what you who the most popular Democrat is. They're just going to super pack him out of. I do the think race, there's so. going to be a really strong third party because if so, you could write that down in the thing. So we could just do predictions. And then the third party is going to suck for that gold coin. The, that's the third party is going to suck too many votes from one side, and then someone's going to win. It's either going to be Trump or Biden, and it's going to be because the third party pulled too many votes away from one person. Oh, my God. Finley's crying in the corner over there because he's like, oh, don't talk about yeah. this. Yeah. One of those no, two. it is crazy. I mean, who knows? I, I definitely think that, well, they, I mean, who's going to say? I don't really know what the Democrats are going to do. I don't even think they know what they're going to do. Yeah, I don't know. Well, thank God we don't so. have to think about that because we're not, we're not cool enough to even be... To what? Politically. In, in politics? Like, yeah, dude, we, can't, we don't have any control It's over just anything. entertaining. It's fun. All you, get, all you get at the end of the day, like when you're like us. Like and that's why level. I love silver. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why I love <laughs> silver. There's no politics in there. Right, it's let me just move. silver. Let me move the conversation over to uh, vacuums. All right. Oh, my God, Matt. Have you been vacuuming lately? No, but I have been looking up vacuum prices. Why? Because I'm so disdained with sh- these shit vacuums that you spend like $500 on. The oh, Roomba? like the Dyson? Not the, the, the Roomba's a robot, but... Count Succula? Count yeah. Succula roams on his, his own, but he's probably going to break down within five years. I think Count Succula, I am impressed by how well that vacuum does. It's a good vacuum, but I was recently went down the road. So wait, Dan, like, just to back up there, Dan names all his things, and Count Succula is his Roomba vacuum. Mm-hmm. That's his name. Yeah, so anyway, uh, like, I'm, well, the reason I say this, right, so I think the robot is going to be solid for a long time. I think the suction vacuum part is probably going to go on it. And the reason I say The that, roller part? The actual, no, 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 the actual, like, vacuum turbine mm. is going to go because they're all made out of plastic. Yeah. Oh, they're yeah, all made maybe. out of plastic. And I was, like, thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't think you can buy a vacuum like... You could like the, the Kirby, like the yeah, Kirby. Yeah, lo- legitimately looked I up. I still have my up, Kirby. I looked up the Kirbys. Yeah. I looked up a Kirby. It's you want to know how much a Kirby is? No, how much is it now? I've not bought one. It's twenty four hundred dollars. What? Okay, and you can't buy it online. Why am I even buying silver? I should just be buying Buy Kirby. Kirby. I buying, have one. You, you guys you, can you could, sell it. You could probably. And mine still works. Buy I, a Kirby with a gold coin, uh-huh. and you'd only you be like a hundred dollars, like over the asking. But price. that still is. Think about this. But How that is ridiculous. That's twenty four hundred dollars for a Kirby, and I was like, "What?" And I'm like, "Can I buy this online? Can I buy this on Amazon?" No, you no, can't. No, no, you, you have, have to have go have find one of their service members still. So they're still stuck in like the fifties. Yeah, that's not a good model. But this is something I realized. I'm like, 
this company probably makes the best vacuum that you could buy with money. Mm-hmm. Probably. Probably. Because it does seem like everything's metal still on it. And it gives you all those weird attachments to like mop and suck like shit off walls. You know? And like, like I think, it, what is that called? Like the dry cleaning? They even have thing. a carpet cleaning thing attachment. Yeah, I totally cleaning. forgot about that. I don't even know why your mind is. They have but so many attachments for this thing. And I'm like, how are they genius. still alive today? And, and they're they, still alive because mm-hmm. they probably sell all their vacuums to like cleaning services yeah and like hotels well no they i will attest to the fact that they live like they they mine is still going it still has like it has a propelled drive they're very heavy though yeah but they're the only ones with the <clears> fans <throat> are still metal i was like right they're you're gonna metal. spend like because i was talking to this guy that he's like, i want to buy a vacuum I'm like dude your vacuum there's these, these vacuums on the internet are you're only they're only gonna last five right years. so that's my trouble with the dice that's every every single appliance is only gonna last like well 10 years. But it's that, all made out of shit plus. Well, be, well, it's because my... they want to sell you another one well, in right, 10 years right. like otherwise there would just be we've already made enough refrigerators right. for everyone there'd be right, no more for market sure left. for sure well, grandma, right, had, right. grandma has a refrigerator that is from like the 1940s i think it was my dad's mom's refrigerator and that thing still works yeah i just i just remembered the the curvy. i've had refrigerators the, like, that die five years in you know yeah and, and I, they're way more expensive and i was like this guy's buying a vacuum and i'm like looking at it and i'm like dude whatever what happened to like the kirby's that we used to like we had when we were kids in the 90s well i have it matt you still have it still I, works, it's downstairs right? yeah but you know and i will say i love this what is what's wrong with it well, dad has to fix a little piece that's the trouble like i the thing that you step on to turn it on it got stuck and then it shorted out. So I can't, uh-huh. I have to have dad look. It has electrical issues. So but it's got a good. metal fan in there for the turbine. Yeah. So it's like, but I was like, I, I was it. like, but then I was just kind of like, if Kirby just sold their vacuum like a normal fucking distributor, <laughs> like online, wasn't stuck in the Maybe 50s, they can't make them fast enough if that would happen. Dude, they would crush it. But I was like, what is this goddamn sale? Like this marketing they have right. is terrible. Their setup is terrible. Well, they want to come into uh, your house. It's a one-call close. And that's a hard yeah, thing. Yeah, why? What is this, the 60s? I don't like it. I don't want someone coming to my fucking house <laughs> to sell me a vacuum. <laughs> you know what I want? To buy a vacuum online. I want to buy a quality vacuum online. You don't online. want to see the man selling <laughs> the vacuum. I can't. I don't want someone to come over and jack me off about all their stupid Jeez. little accessories that go on their vacuum. <sighs> I want to just buy it online. Why don't you do that? I'll tell you. Can I tell you? I was getting so pissed off in my room. You have no idea. I was Were you like, really? Were I was you getting like, mad I'm like, vacuum? these guys are dumb. I'm like, why would you still have this business model well, still? They gotta, yeah. That's the whole thing with that. The same problem I have with Cutco knives. It's like, did yeah. you hear? Did you, have you heard of the internet? Like, maybe you could just sell your it knives on not, the freaking yeah. internet. It's not the heard business of like model. actual just marketing. Like, well, like, like the, the network marketing thing is it is probably effective because uh, they, I don't know, they. Well, they no. Expand their okay, network. the last time I had a guy knock on the door, and uh, I had already bought my Kirby vacuum like when Jim was a kid. Like it was so fun. Yeah, was but a that, baby. That, yeah, but that was like that. Would, I and remember they that came in, and it was very expensive. We really couldn't afford it at the time, but we got it, and because Jim loved it, he was like two or three, four or five. I don't know. He just loved that vacuum, and so I was like, "Well, this is the last vacuum I ever buy." So I, it was more than we could afford, but of course, the people don't leave until you buy the vacuum. So they came again when we were living in Michigan. And the guy's like, I said, well, I already have one. Thank you. No. And he said, well, I have a, this free thing for you. I'll give it to you. Let me just take, you know, can I just tell you about the product? Because I get points. And like, whatever. He came in. I got some free, I don't even know what it was. 
And he never left. And dad came home and the guy was still there. And he's like, leave my house. And the guy was still there. Now I already have this expensive vacuum. He was trying to sell me the newer model. And I said, well, I'm not going to buy it because mine's fine. It works. Like the whole point of a Kirby is you buy it once. And dad, dad got so pissed. He's like, if you don't leave, I'm calling the cops. Because he wasn't about to leave like when it was just me and you kids. He just, this man, did not leave our house. Yeah, so wouldn't so it just be easier? I will it, never let one so in my house Kirby, again. I hope the God you listen to this one day. I really do. Wouldn't it just <laughs> be easier to sell your vacuum like a normal fucking person? <laughs> you know? Now, would just you buy like, it? Would you buy it? I Drop the price by like half. Yeah, exactly. Okay, drop the price by half. Take away all your shitty little things and you'll sell more vacuums, but, guaranteed. But let me tell you this one thing. What I really dislike about modern vacuums is i hate the bagless vacuum i Why? hate it because with the kirby the vacuum it goes into a filtered bag and that bag fills up and you change it <clears throat> i change the bag and a kirby probably once a month if that i have to with these dogs i have to i vacuum one little rug and I have to go and change the i have to keep emptying that thing and every time you open the bagless vacuum container like Dirt comes out and sometimes it gets on the floor. So you have to vacuum that spot again. Do you know what I mean? Like I fill that thing. I up. like I, it. Oh, maybe, I like it. Maybe, it's good. Maybe just I don't know. Just throwing this out there. Maybe it's so much better than the other vacuum Could that be. it just fills up the dust. Yeah, thing it does. It, it is. There's something satisfying seeing all that crap going into that. I like it. I, I like it. I like it. I'm just saying. But it, but I'm just saying. But, I, I empty that thing a lot because I mm. want to keep emptying it because it gets. You know. But you know, it's made like a piece of shit. Though. Yeah, it is. Like, it's, it's all plastic. plastic. I know. Like, it's Dyson charges you a thousand dollars for a plastic piece of shit that just yeah, sucks in a different yeah. way. Literally, it is. They, like they do have good engineering. They do, but the materials they use are from like. Are gonna are just it is terrible. interesting. Like, it is you weird. Had, that you had that really good vacuum. Oh yeah, we, you bought a really before good. Before we got one. the di- the di- like not di- yeah. the the Roomba. That's because we cleaned the filter and then we didn't let it dry and then we put it back in. <sighs> but still, it, with the Kirby, that wouldn't have happened. That would have not even been a problem. Yeah, you're supposed to rinse off the filter and then let it dry for Again, 24 hours. But it got p- the inside wet, yeah. so it, like bricked like the whole thing. Oh, Daniel, that's terrible. That's a design flaw that I shouldn't have to deal with if I spent $500 yeah. on No, a, you spent more than vacuum. that. You, that was just an saying, expensive dude. vacuum. Yeah, it was just saying. Expensive. I'm going to fix it, but I don't want to pay for the stupid part right now. And I tried to get the part and they're like, oh, we're on back order. And I was like, <laughs> well, when will you, will I have the part? When will we have the part? And they're like, we don't know. I don't, uh, so whatever. <laughs> yeah. So stupid. Uh, Meanwhile, the Dyson guy is like doing something with trains in the UK. And it's just like, it makes sense for a guy who makes some overpriced pieces of shit. <laughs> so I got so pissed today. Oh, doing something with trains? He's doing something with like transportation. I don't know what he's doing. James Dyson. Sir James Sir Dyson. Sir James Dyson. Well, thank you for the, the queen was like, God, you make stuff that sucks so well. Let me <laughs> let me knight you over it. But yeah, it was I was getting so frustrated because I'm like, you can't buy anything that's made out of metal. Like you can't buy anything where like the main component that should Matt, be. Matt, you sound like an old person. You sound like talking to an old person. Like, I'm just tired of all this buy, I'm, I'm tired of all this plastic Matt, shit. Silver's made of metal. Silver coins. Sil- Look, I will give you a metal. shovel. I will give you a shovel. I will, pro- I will buy some silver. Matthew. Eventually. And I'll turn it into a vacuum, and it will probably oh still be God, cheaper than silver Dyson. Vacuum. Matt, I will give you a shovel, and I'll draw a map to the best of my ability, and you can go dig up my silver, turn it into a vacuum. Why would I? I just need a metal detector. First, give me a metal detector. Oh, my I'll... God. I never thought of that. <laughs> yeah, what? Did you think of that? 
damn it. Did you think of that? A metal detector? You didn't think about using a metal All detector? All right, so hey, thanks for joining us tonight on the Motherboard Podcast. Yeah, buy <laughs> do, silver. Do we buy have a fun silver. do we have a fun song to like take us um, out with? You're today? better off sucking up the dirt with your mouth than okay, buying sh- any <laughs> vacuum in the modern Math- day. Matthew's uh you're so funny. Yeah, we'll go out on this. You're uh and I will you're not vacuum. let you down. <laughs> oh my God. And I will not let no. you down. No, no, no. It has to be. It has to be a better song. You cannot we, play we, that can again. Can we get an actual song? Can maybe? we get something all good, right, Daniel? Right. Um, you have um, one job. You have one job here on this podcast. It's to entertain your mother. <laughs> Matthew, honey, you got. I don't know why. You got to clean up your language. So frustrated with. Uh, why are you frustrated over a with vacuum? the vacuum thing? What because I was just like, God, they're just like, I know. It's just all quality. quality. It's all quality. It's just like. I hate, yeah, the decline of quality. You're absolutely like, right. Oh, I love yeah, it. That works. That works. Well, I hope everybody out there has a beautiful. Have a great Christmas. Silver and gold filled yeah, Merry, week. Merry Christmas, Have a great week. Everyone. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Enjoy. Have a good week. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Dan. Hey, this is Matt. Hey, if you like this podcast, please consider liking and subscribing. As well as sharing it with your friends and family. Also, if you're interested in Darcy Hanna's books, you can check them out on Amazon or DarcyHanna.com. Anyway, thank you for your time and your listen. Have a great day. Yeah, have a good one. Bye.